Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the the oh the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. God, you missed uh, one day, Zach. <laughs> hello, everyone. This is the fifth anniversary of the show, and I don't know what the intro is. I'm well, Zach. Well, yeah, you're on it like about as much as I am these days. <laughs> that is not That's true. That's not true. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit of an exaggeration. Uh, I am Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Luke. Hello. We've got Emily. No, we don't. Oh, shit, sorry, I touched this, like, this blue box for a second, and I don't know, things just went black. (laughs) Okay, gotcha, fair, fair. (laughs) Uh, and we've got our friend Cassidy. Hello. Weird, I just got the strangest sensation of deja vu. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have that a lot this episode, uh, so get strap in for that. But before we do that, we do have to ask the most important question on the show, which is: Cassidy, have any Power Rangers related things happened to you since the last time you were on the show? I swear to fucking God, you know the right <laughs> answer to this. <laughs> now, Luke. Yeah. You know, since you've said that, I'm gonna come up with something. That is Power Rangers related to spite you. I mean, I just feel like validating Zack is a worse thing to do than uh, to not spite me. Oh, I so don't know like, about that. Like, spiting so, me, I understand, I get it. But at what cost? The cost of validating him? Come on. What? So on, Luke, on Luke's hierarchy mean? of needs. <laughs> on balance, I mean, I did stay up Till eleven last night, watching clips from the finale of Beast Morphers. That counts. That's Power Rangers related. Hell it yeah! It really doesn't. <laughs> it does. That's Power Rangers. It's very tangentially. And that's how enough. could it? How could it be any more Power Rangers related? You are watching Power Rangers. It's perfectly yeah, because acceptable. Because that's just oh yeah, I want. 
<laughs> she could have just said, yeah, I watched this episode before doing this. <laughs> now, listen, Luke, I want to tell you that a lot of people don't do that when they get on this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I think it counts. Uh, but yeah, great. Wonderful. What did you think? I have, I'm have i like way behind on that show. I thought it was pretty good. And then I stopped watching it. <laughs> I mean, if we are allowed to spoil... I like that they brought a character back. Very wait, okay. Wait, hold on. Who? So we're not talking about Jason, which we've already talked about on the show, right? Because that guessing. was before. Yeah, because that's like okay. We, we, so we've mentioned that a few times. <laughs> so in the finale, in the two-part finale, we find out that um, the Gold Ranger, when he was young, he was experimenting with Morphex and old Morphers. And okay. so, uh, he was experimenting how to power them with Morphex, and so he got no successes until he tried a, sh- a cell shift morpher from the, uh, from the Power Rangers RPM. Oh, was Dr. Wait. K in it? Dr. K was in it, but that's a awesome. completely different thing. And so we find out. That since he combined the Morphex with snake DNA, it altered the program that was hiding inside the shell shift morpher. Okay. And allowed it to escape into his laptop. Okay. <laughs> and so, in the, f- like, the big reveal, uh, Evox, the main villain for Beast Morphers, holds up the cell shift morpher and says, are you getting it now? I was Vengex. Oh, that's so cool. sick. But also, that's how does cool. it fit in the like, like lore? Because RPM is like from a different universe, right? Well, I oh, guess- yeah, but but like the Gold Ranger has gotten the Cell Shift Morpher from the RPM universe. That's so fucking cool. I that love is that. Cool. And I mean, that's like, very neat. I wonder if it's like because because everyone says RPM is the best season. Like, like I, I even like outside it's of good. our group, like. There was a Facebook group that I'm in that's like a Jim Sterling fan group, and someone was like, "Name your favorite Power Ranger seasons," and RPM was like every other comment. Jim so Sterling, like, yeah, ah, the leverage character, yes, yeah, <laughs> that one, <laughs> the one well, played the, by Mark Shepard. There's a whole fan yes. group on, F- on Facebook for Jim Sterling, the leverage character. You're right. I mean, he <laughs> deserves it. Mark Shepard is a very good actor in that. <laughs> So the the other thing that's interesting, it may be because my mom's like, been getting into leverage. I just want to say that really quickly to you, Cassidy, because I keep finding that funny. <laughs> um, thank you. So yes, a lot of people really love RPM. So it might be that. It's also interesting because I don't think we've talked about this before, really. But the Go Busters, which is the the Sentai that um that uh, Beast Morphers is based on. Its plot is that there is an evil computer virus that wipes out humanity, which is the plot of RPM. So maybe they wanted to tie it together that in that way because it's like there's some weird similarities. But that's neat. That's, that's cool. really I, that's really cool. I, I need to like get back into watching. That. Yeah, I have it's to been, finish watching that. Currently, neat. I'm like on a Yu-Gi-Oh hyperfixation, so I've been watching like five Ds. Maybe after that, I'll check out. Is 5D's mm. the one where they have motorcycles? Yes. Guard games yeah. on motorcycles! And it's it's actually, like, an incredibly good addition. Because, like, it, it makes... very good. It, well, I mean, like, because you, you can have duels where it's a hot... It's a pursuit. Right. Like, so it's, like, it makes, like, the 
I don't know, the stuff around the duel more entertaining. Like, there's one where you say, like, breaks into a place to steal back his, his D-wheel. And then he's like, the whole episode is him trying to escape the facility while this cop's trying to bring him down while they're du- dueling. It's fucking sick. You're laughing mean, at D-wheel, aren't you? I don't mean <laughs> to make fun of terms in children's shows because I do a Power Rangers podcast. But yes, I started pref- laughing prefer, at D-wheel. Did you prefer was- a dub named Duel Runner? Because we're watching the sub. I mean, Duel I do kind of like Duel Runner better, yeah. Yeah, Duel Runner is better than D-Wheel, yes. I don't know, I, I don't... like them both. They're both fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, Yu-Gi-Oh's just one of those things I don't know anything about, huh? Oh, That's it's so serious. good. I've been, I've been also reading I've... through the original, like, manga, and I got yeah. past season zero, and, like, fuck, it was a ride. Like, yeah, I, it really I, is. I, I can recommend, I, I absolutely recommend Yu-Gi-Oh, at least up until... Duelist Kingdom, but then also after that too, because it's still good. <laughs> I don't know how 5Ds connects back to the stuff that comes before it, but I do know that it's a post-apocalyptic, like, well, cyberpunk future. Yeah, it's mostly Kaiba Corp owns New Domino City and, like, separated the pores onto their own island. Right. Where they have to do manual labor for the rich people and the other um, in actual Neo Domino City, which also has a different level for even richer people in it. Yeah, like, I've watched the first, like, two episodes of 5Ds, and it was the main guy, like, using so stolen good. parts. He's living in the sewers to build his own card D-wheel, game motorcycle, yeah. and he has to, yeah. like, dual, dual ride his uh, way out of the sewers while fighting a cop in yeah, order to a- get to the, like, card game arena where he can have a showdown with his rival. Yeah, the, the, his rival being the king of card games, and everyone calls him king, and every single time I think of the meme of, like, you drop this king. But anyways, yeah. I... um, like, he, he, he planted, they planted a chip for, like, the little kid of the group to steal who has a marker on his face, because some people are tagged as criminals, and, like, they can be marked so that they're able to track him down, and then so he has to escape with it so that everyone else in his group doesn't get arrested. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really good. <laughs> I regret to inform you all yeah. that it's time to talk about Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. Can I say one more thing? Sure. Is it I, Power Rangers I, related? Not. I also related. have to say quickly that I I started with I regret to inform you, and and the alternate option for the end of that sentence was that sounds really cool, and I'm grumpy about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. right. It's very cool. Hey, five D's is great. <laughs> I'm just wondering. What does you see? Does you say say a cab? I mean, unfortunately, he becomes friends with one of the cops later, so I don't think so. Bummer. Yeah, I, apparently it gets it gets a little bit like less good as it goes on with that stuff. But anyways, what I was gonna say was, um, speaking of that form, I uh, that 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 the Facebook post, like I, I mentioned, like Turbo is an underrated season in it, and then I have all these people saying the shit that I've heard from so many people that Turbo took a comedy series and tried to make a serious show out of it. What the fuck show are these people watching? Yeah, this is they think yeah. it's a serious we show. Have... And I and I, got a, I have a theory for it actually. Okay, I think it's I th- because people wanted the show to be serious, so they assumed the show was trying to be serious uh-huh. when yeah. it never was. Because like, because tur- people remember Zio as like the serious season, and then it goes to Turbo, and they're still trying to be serious, right? Even though like they aren't. And also, Zio wasn't that serious to begin with either. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? <laughs> so I I think you're right. I also think that um. 
And and I really like these videos, and I think they're a super useful resource. But the Linkara History of Power Rangers, like yeah, he probably helps videos, propagate that idea. Um, in in it, he says because I was curious, and I I went back and looked at it. He 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 doesn't really say that it was supposed to be serious, but he does say like it, it's different than his expectations because they graduate from high school at the beginning, which sort of seems like it's saying like we're gonna kind of go in a different direction and it doesn't do that at all i don't really think it's trying to be serious at all but i do understand why people maybe thought that and i think yeah i understand people had expectations going into this series and they weren't met and so a lot of these people then say it's the series fault and not right and i think that just became like Mm -hmm. the thing people repeated which is that Oh, it's supposed to be serious, but like, yeah, if you watch Turbo, like, nah, guys, no, <laughs> right, In- incorrect. Yeah. I think the expectations. Well, they they the series makers like didn't handle that well. Like, they set up expectations that it was going to be serious, and then just didn't. Do yeah, it and I will admit yeah. that like the show has been slowly getting like trying to be like a little bit more, but it's still silly, and it's not supposed to be taken seriously, like. They're introducing the Phantom Ranger, and like this episode has like a few stuff in it where it's like, oh, there's mystery, there's mystery and stuff. But like, it's still a fucking stupid ass silly show. That's hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> now, it's still got a monster that's a primary school kid with watermelon earrings. I fucking yes. love this monster. I have not now, seen the Sentai, so I cannot comment on it. But it's really good. It has. <laughs> now, uh, let's transition from that. I do not have news today, however. We are going to uh, go to the car ranger garage, oh. and then we're going to go to the side uh, where you there have has a car there's this. Garage? Yeah, I have a key to the car ranger garage because I need to get in there and, oh, and go uh, to the side where on. we've got where. Yes, I uh, I think you're missing a bit of news. Is there some news? Turborfect Nuziominimal. Uh, the Battle for the Grid. Uh, oh. added the, uh, yes. I think okay. Jungle Fury Purple Ranger. Yes, that is true. Battle for the Grid, the Power Rangers fighting game, uh, added my personal favorite ranger, 420 RJ. 420 Wolf. RJ 420 <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> That's his name. Yep. <laughs> the, the Purple Wolf Ranger from Jungle Fury. He is a stoner who loves pizza, and he's purple, and he I love him. He's my he's favorite. He's a wolf man. He's a okay, wolf my man. My opinion he, of him has improved now. He is, he is also a furry. He's yeah. a werewolf. So, yeah, he kind of checks all the boxes. So, yeah, he rolls. Best car him. ranger ever. Like, fuck Tommy Oliver. Yeah, that is very <laughs> exciting. Thank you for reminding me of that. Uh, now, Oh, yeah, we also have that other bit of Tommy Oliver news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck JDF. Oh, okay. Fuck Tommy Oliver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair. So I guess Damn, Zach, I, I'm not prepared for this news segment. I did. You? I did mention at the beginning that it is the fifth anniversary, uh, and one of the things that happened because of that, I need to get the name real quick. Hold on one second. Uh, Dylan. Yes, Dylan uh, Shinkun on Twitter uh, got us a. Pretty incredible cameo from uh, Jason David Frank, in which, I mean, go watch it. It's linked on our Twitter, uh, Teens with Tude. Uh, but basically, 
Mike now is <laughs> the specific uh target of Jason David Frank. <laughs> like, uh, they I was are mortal that enemies. Video, and my boyfriend's name comes out of JDF's mouth di- directly addressing him. I freaked out. <laughs> uh, if if you haven't seen it, basically, uh be- because Mike had recently said, like, uh, so much of my life has been talking about uh Tommy Oliver, I'm so glad he's gone. Um Dylan uh, you know, got a cameo, which again, they're paid, but this is still pretty cool. I, I really, really appreciate it the gift. It is a very and, nice gift. Yeah. And like I, it's, it's a-, a great gift. And I think it's, it's fun that, that JDF went along with it. But basically, he's like, you'll never fucking get rid of me. <laughs> and and, and I, 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 I was able to share it to my brother, who's like a huge Tommy Oliver stan. And I felt like, yeah, look at this shit. Talk about my podcast. <laughs> it's very, very good. I really appreciated it. So, yes, thank you. I'm sorry. I apologize. Thank you very much, Cassidy, for reminding me of the news. We did have some. Uh, but now we're going into the Car Ranger Garage and we're going to the corrections nook because we have a correction. <laughs> oh, fuck. I uh, Pit stop at the car ranger garage. Uh, because a nook inside of a garage. This is yeah, madness. it's a nook in a garage. Well, I mean, it's... to be fair, in the in the Pegasus garage, there is a hidden room for where the rangers hang out. So it's probably there. You go. Here's the the. <laughs> this is the corrections nook. It's a hidden room, uh, and we have a correction from our good friend Eric, uh, the editor of the podcast. <laughs> and this this correction is for Emily. Yeah, of course. Car, uh, Phantom Ranger is in Car Ranger. Boom. What? His, his name is VRV Master, and he's Dapu's dad. What the fuck? No <laughs> <laughs> offense, I hadn't gone that far. And also, like, what? Why? <laughs> uh, why will, is he in the S? Why is he in space then? I will read quickly mm-hmm. what Eric sent to me. Dapu has to go into the Odin sleep, which I guess he just has to go to sleep because that's what happens in the Power Dapu's Rangers. Sleep, the, yeah. the mentor needs to go to sleep. Oh my the god! The mentor who's a child, yeah. Uh, the ba- mm. and the Balzac are kicking the Rangers' ass. Go ahead, Cassie. I uh, no no keep going. I just I've oh, seen so- what the Phantom Ranger looks like in the Sentai beneath I, I, the helmet. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I, I I do want to say one thing first. Is Dapu is really good mentor figure because. He's like got. He's like a shitty alien child who starts off wearing like a robe and stuff, but eventually he's just wearing a basketball jersey and a backwards baseball cap, he's, and it's the best. Dapu looks like <laughs> Baby Sinclair from I Dinosaurs. I love it. I love it. Is what he looks like. <laughs> he's good. Um, <laughs> the Balzac are kissing, kicking their ass, but they resolve to keep fighting. <laughs> VRV Master shows up somehow, <laughs> knowing who, somehow knowing who they are, and offers to help lend uh, special Zords. Kyosuke says no because he remembers that Dapu tells him has told him not to trust anyone, but then he notices that VRV Master smells like fruit candy drops and subsequently remembers that Dapu says you can trust aliens that smell like fruit candy drops. I love Car Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Uh, Eric also gives his theory as to um, Phantom Ranger's identity. Uh, in Power Rangers, he says VRV Master enjoys playing Pachinko, which is why I choose to believe that Phantom <laughs> Ranger is Rocky, noted Pachinko <laughs> addict. That would have been great. <laughs> Bring Rocky back. That would have been sweet. <laughs> 
So there you go. That's our corrections corner. He is in Car Ranger. I guess it's later. Uh, but yeah. So, so now real quick, Cassidy, is he a weird alien, like ro- dinosaur alien under the helmet? He, he's like Furbus. But Can you just post it in the hair. chat for us at least? Okay, wonderful. Oh shit, he looks exactly like Dapu, just bigger, I guess. Okay, perfect. If you had shown me that picture, I'd be like, that's Dapu. Yeah. Oh god, I hate this puppet so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so there you go. Hey, Cassie. Now, um, with that, which one? It looks like this. That's bullshit! (laughs) (laughs) And with that uh, rallying cry of let's, that's bullshit, let's move into (laughs) Power Rangers Turbo, episode 25, When Time Freezes Over. We open on TJ uh, spying on some, uh, spying on Elgar and some Piranatrons. Hey, can I just say, uh, I know y'all, you know what, let me ask first, because I, these new Rangers are fairly new. What is the general impression of them so far? I They're like fine. that TJ is taking initiative and doing recon. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Luke, here's what I'll say. I don't think they're great actors, but it's Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're fine for Power Rangers. I was actually a little bit taken aback when you said how bad they were, because I'm like, I think they're I guess, fucking awful, but... and I love it. They're so bad! <laughs> they're, oh my I mean, god, they're so I don't, bad! I, okay. I think <laughs> they are around the same level that the original Rangers were when they started. I think they're yes, I a agree. little bit, ab- well, I mean, they're as good as, like, the best of them. Like, I think they're as good as, maybe not Kimberly, but, like, as good as Zach, but they're not, like, wooden like Jason, at least, you know? I, like they're- I think they're a little wooden. I don't think- I think you've seen one episode, Zach, uh, Luke, and I think you should yeah, just that episode, they were fucking a little wooden. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're not as, they're not as good as this, as, like, um, uh, Tanya and uh, and um, Kimberly. Well, I, well I was gonna say like the second round, like Tanya and Rocky and and uh, like Cat and stuff. I think were a little bit better when they started. They weren't. We we thought Rocky and Adam and stuff were like the worst when they started. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they just all start off real bad. But yes, yeah. So mm-hmm. no, Luke, I agree with Except you. Except for Tanya. Tanya was pretty. What good I will say is is that. Uh, standouts for me i like tj because they seem to be at least to me starting to lean into the red ranger is a meathead thing Uh like he just he doesn't have what i would call like tactical sense he's just like here we go let's do it i mean um, at least he's trying he is trying, and I appreciate and, that. Yeah, and I like Cassie a lot because she kind of brings back a little bit of Kimberly's snarkiness. I was going to say, I like Cassie the Pink Ranger because she has a little bit of snark, which is not very much, but for Power Rangers, it. I feel like when Power Rangers, when everyone is happy-go-lucky, it, it's not that great. Like, even Kimberly w- would be, like, sarcastic sometimes, and it's nice to have that, uh... Everybody else, I don't really have any opinion on uh, Carlos or or um, Ashley yet. To be I like honest, Ashley because she's a cheerleader. She well, <laughs> well you know, valid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Luke, to your point, TJ has to talk to nobody in this first scene because he's talking to his communicator, and yeah, mm. he he's got some practice to get 
to get through. I hope he doesn't get it. It's so much more fun when they're not good at their job. <laughs> he he uh this episode does you you set offline have season one energy, and I would agree with yeah. that pretty hard. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's true. He, yeah, I agree with that. Uh so he is spying on these these uh the bad guys with this device. Um and they're strapping it to a a rocket. So he's trying to figure out what's going on. Uh we cut underwater to uh Divatox and I actually have and a Div- quick- Divatox has just taken huge bites out of this scenery. She's just om nom oh. nom. It's all she does. She loves it. She also is just literally making out with herself in a mirror, which, you know what? Good for you. (laughs) Um, This is the last episode that Carol Hoyt will play Diva Talks. Oh, no. um, She she went out with a banger, at least. (laughs) The actress from uh, the film. uh, I don't actually, you know what? You can't call Power Rangers Turbo. A film, I'm sorry. The movie is. <laughs> uh, Hillary Turner will be back next episode. Carol Hoyt will stay as Demetria for the rest of the season, so she's still on the show. Uh, but she sure is chewing the hell out of the scenery in this last episode, and that's great. Um, and she's basically saying, like, okay, uh, make sure that that freeze key works, because we're going to launch the freeze key. Uh, the freeze key is a big blue box, which is what our keys look like. (laughs) Um, and, uh, Porto says it's going to make everything nearly as cold as you, my queen. Uh, and she is flattered by. Yeah. Diva talks, loves that. She's excited. Um, we cut back to, oh, actually a a bit, a, a quick bit of scenery, the the backside of her vanity mirror is a skull, so when she holds it up to her face to look at it, it looks like she's got just a skull face. I think that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I kind of missed mm. the beginning of the scene. I'm like, what is she holding? <laughs> it took me a second to figure out a mirror. Yeah, it's just a mirror. I think that's neat. Honestly, um, this episode, I noticed some cool stuff with the directing. Okay. Yeah, I'll get to it later, but this is... One I didn't notice, and it's nice to see it carries through. Fair enough. Yeah, give me one when we get there. So we cut to the turbo, uh, the theme, and then uh, we immediately go to the command center where um, everybody's trying to figure out what it is that they're looking at that TJ's spying on. We got to point out uh, that J- Justin's rocking a backwards baseball cap, and he looks so fucking lame. Justin? <laughs> okay. So I can't remember, Luke, if you know this yet, but Justin huh. is a is a super nerd. He's like skipped all the way to high school because he's so yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's also but good at also, soccer, though. Apparently. But also, every time it's a Justin episode, it's like they're trying to make him Bart Simpson because he's like well, driving yeah, he's cars cool and he's got a backwards baseball cap, and I'm surprised he doesn't have a slingshot. But it's just <laughs> a weird mismatch, I think. Um. But yeah, so he does awesome have if, his, if he didn't, if he weren't tied to Car Rangers, and he could just make his ranger weapon a giant slingshot. <laughs> that would be uh, sick. <laughs> he just skateboards everywhere. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. yes, so uh, they're they're concerned about whatever this this device is, the freeze key. Um, we cut back to TJ, who has these like they look like shitty versions of the Star Wars binoculars. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> um. And he's watching uh, Elgar push some buttons on 
a super well camouflaged rocket ship. And by that, I mean, <laughs> there's a rocket that they threw like some netting with leaves on it over <laughs> to oh, disguise nice, yeah. it. Uh, it's great. Um, TJ finally figures out what it is, says it's a missile. In uh, a very specifically, good he only gets it when Elgar turns off the camouflage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can't tell uh, what it was. The camouflage was great, actually. <laughs> uh, he says, they're, defi- they're firing that device somewhere. But where? At this yeah. point, we find out. So, okay. I just fucking love, like, they got a freeze key. They're going to freeze something. <laughs> I like, they're going to freeze I, I do like that, like, TJ is, like, investigating this and not just immediately calling the Rangers to fight them because there's literally no reason to not just start fighting them now because it's not like they have to have evidence for a case or something. Like, right. No, they have, to, they, yeah, they have to prove that it's going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> they can't escalate. So this is the point at which... escalating at that point. <laughs> I mean, for all they know, that th- these guys could just be transporting a miniature fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a kegerator. It's <laughs> it's a portable kegerator. They're gonna get trashed and then and then ignore Diva Talks for a while. Um, the this is the point at which we realize that Phantom Ranger is also there. Yeah, it's um, a double spy. He's spying on TJ. Here's the thing: when when we had the Gold Ranger stuff, the Gold Ranger was like it was this interesting balancing act. I thought between. Obviously, the Gold Ranger is super powerful, but also, like, we don't really know what his deal is, and also he just, like, runs away sometimes, etc. Um, the Phantom Ranger, like, everybody else might as well just go home and take a nap. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's he's just really got everything under control. Well, I mean, he a has way. a very big advantage with the invisibility thing. And it's also, true. Like, apparently, we find out that he's got more powers, like being immune to time magic. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that, because what the <laughs> fuck? But yes. So he's, he's spying on... I guess because he's t- a ghost. Ghosts live outside of time. Yeah. That makes sense he, to me. He is I mean, I have an of- explanation for that, but... Yeah. We'll get there when we get there. So, uh, we are, we are watching, uh, uh, the Phantom Ranger watch TJ. Every, they're starting to load the, uh, freeze key onto the missile. Um, one of the Chronotrons accidentally touches the freeze and key. And you say accidentally, but he's like looking at it and then he's like pushes his hands onto it for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elgar is even like, don't touch that, and then he full-on double palms it, which... Uh, <laughs> and also looks at Elgar while he does it like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's when you play don't touch it with your cat. It's like, don't touch this. And the cat's like, okay, then. But luckily uh, it's not a cat, because this Peradron fucking dies. <laughs> oh, he's dead as hell. He, he, he gets like a... Um, you know, it's a bad special effects version of liquid nitrogen, basically. Yeah. Uh, mm. He gets, uh, Elgar pushes him over and he, and he just breaks shatters. up in the very clean. No, he doesn't even shatter. He breaks up in the clean pieces. It's weird. Yes. <laughs> this is the point at which, uh, and honestly, Eric, put as many of TJ's line readings from this scene in <laughs> as you would like. Like, you, you, can, you can do as many as you want. Freeze key! Freeze key! Freeze key! Freeze key! Freeze key! Freeze key! They're going to freeze something. Because now he goes, oh, it's a freeze key. They're going to no, freeze something. Please. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Elgar loudly announces it's a freeze key. 
Yes, he does. Um, TJ is also, is not only bad at acting, but bad at his job because like 12 fucking piranatrons have snuck up on him without him noticing. Hey, let's give TJ some credit. You'd never catch Tommy out in the woods doing recon. That's true. That is true. He he just gets caught like randomly walking around with his gym bag <laughs> is what happens to Tommy. But yes, that's that's true. Uh TJ gets uh kind of grabbed by these piranatrons. Uh Rygar comes up and is like, Haha, I'm gonna beat your ass. And then whoops, here comes the Phantom Ranger. There's this cool shot where the Phantom Ranger's silhouette like lines up with TJ's and oh, it's yeah. like Kinda. Yeah, that was interesting because yeah. they use they have this blur effect. We've kind of talked about it before. It's like uh, the active camo, like um, uh, Predator. Halo, and, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, or, or yeah, Halo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Predator. I guess Predator had it first. <laughs> uh, well, Halo is a good touchstone for it, sure. Uh, and or he, Metal Gear. It shows up in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I've uh, but I've never played Metal Gear, so I would also say that like in Halo, it's like part of the gameplay that you can kind of see them a little bit. Well, in Metal Gear, it's kind of like just for your benefit. You yeah, can true. See them a little bit. Um, but anyway, it, yeah, that's true. There's this shot where it lines up over TJ, and TJ's like weird, and then uh, and then which I sort of thought that would be the end of the scene, but then then the Phantom Ranger continues to kick ass. Uh. And just really beats the shit out of a bunch of uh, Pranatrons. The other rangers show up, uh, and but TJ's basically already been saved, so it's not that big a deal. <laughs> it, it's interesting. One of the things that's, that's kind of cool about this scene, as opposed to some of the other Phantom Ranger stuff, is that in the other Phantom Ranger stuff, um, you only really saw his shimmer when everything was over. So the yeah. fight scenes were like uh basically just people falling down and pretending to be hit. There yeah. is still fight choreography in this, even though he's like half invisible. So I'm guessing they have like a they have a green suit man running around yeah, or something. Which is yeah. neat. Uh for 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 what we know the budget of this show is, like that's cool. I'm glad they did that. Um He beats everybody up. Uh, then he does his weird hand motion again, which I don't understand, to, to un-invisible. It's like, uh, so he's, so doing, he's doing he's so, doing It's so that Cassie, mm-hmm. Cassie can swoon. Right, yes. Because, uh, yeah. yes, Cassie is way into I, the Phantom Ranger. I, I really wish we did get the Phantom Ranger's helmet off and he did look like he does in a Sentai. <laughs> and she's just God, like, oh, that would nope, be so fucking funny. <laughs> Bye. And Cassie was just still into him. Just oh, like, okay. whatever, that's fine. Um, but, uh, they, they all thank him. And the weird, I think the weirdest thing about the Phantom Ranger refusing to engage with them is like, with the Gold Ranger, it was like, I can't tell you who I am. And that was like a lie, but they at least had something. And this, the Phantom Ranger is just like, no problem. All right. Bye. Like, <laughs> there's no reason given that he can't just talk to them. It's weird. Ghosts can't have friends. It turns That's out true. it's not allowed. He's uh, never seen but, Casper before. He doesn't understand that there's another way. <laughs> but uh, also, Cassie asks, who is that guy for the third episode in a row? She still wants uh, to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't get over, like, just the zoom in on her completely like her mask 
Yes. It doesn't show any of her face as though he is like smitten by a pretty girl, but like, yeah, no, you're not. This look, I, I like the Power Ranger suits. I think, (laughs) I think the molded mouth makes any time you're trying to have some sort of like romantic shot be extra weird for some yeah. reason. <laughs> that, it's, it's funny you mention that because Carringer makes a really good use of that in that like Zonette's in love with the Red Racer. She doesn't. She's not in love with Kiyosuke. She doesn't know who the fuck that is. She's in love with the right. Red Racer. So she'll have like she'll have like fantasies where like you'll see like a suited man like giving her flowers and it goes and it's just like the red, the red racer helmet on top of a guy in a suit and it's just like uh-huh. and, she, and she's talking about how handsome he is all the time she's like oh he's so handsome and just the helmet it's so good <laughs> does, now i have a question zonette is an alien right i guess probably. does she does she think that's his face probably <laughs> okay. i mean like for i mean if you think about it like fucking blue centurion's face is that so like why not? Yes, that's right? true. <laughs> this is it's a like, fair point. Like they don't know their secret identities in Car Ranger, unlike in Power Rangers. One of the so. things I, one of the things that really makes me laugh from like a world building perspective, I guess, in both Power Rangers and Sentai is that there are whole races of people that just look like a Power Rangers suit. Like that's <laughs> what they look like, and yeah. that's very funny to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so, this happens, uh, Phantom so Ranger So clearly Phantom Ranger thinks that the Pink Ranger is cute in terms of her helmet. Oh, right, face. sure. Maybe yeah. the Phantom mm. Ranger, the reason we never figure out the Phantom Ranger's identity is because that's just what he looks like. Yeah. That's just Phantom Ranger. <laughs> um, so everybody's like, so at this point, he, uh, Phantom Ranger leaves and then Justin tells TJ, that the freeze key is pointed at the sun. Freeze key. Freeze key. Freeze key. Freeze key. Freeze key. Freeze key. Yeah, freeze key is pointed at the sun. She's gonna freeze the sun. I'm gonna freeze the sun. Now, <laughs> I want to point out that two episodes ago, Diva Talks robbed a bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is some escalation of an extreme degree. Like, okay, well, I got foiled from robbing that bank, so what if I kill all life in the solar system? <laughs> you see, it's just, she doesn't have a plan. She doesn't think things through. <laughs> she just goes. It's such a, a wild jump that I have to kind of respect it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so TJ morphs at this point, and they go to try and stop Elgar. Um, they, they've loaded the freeze key onto the rocket. There is a fight where they, they try to stop, every, uh, stop it, but the, like, okay, so he, he's, he knocks Elgar away. TJ manages to knock Elgar away from the console, but then he just stares at it for a while, even though the buttons are like giant and clearly labeled. It's uh-huh. like, I, what, what should I do? And, uh, at the very least, you could just shoot the bomb. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> right. Also, guns. That would work too. <laughs> I mean, there's no guarantee that shooting the bomb won't set it off. That's Shoot true. the console, just man, so you can't use it. <laughs> Uh, so he, he gets pushed away by one of the Piranatrons and, uh, Elgar is able to launch, uh, the, uh, the rocket. I gotta admit, this is 
let's see, five minutes into the episode, and I was like, wow, that's fucked. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I guess everything's ruined. Um, oh, also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Elgar has sunglasses on and for some reason. He has goggles. Scene. Yeah. goggles. Uh, you gotta wear your PPE. And, yes. You gotta. And in case I forget to mention it at the end, there is a an outtake in which they try to get the sunglasses on the Elgar face. That's and amazing. It I is almost that. impossible to do so. That's <laughs> yeah. gold. Uh, so anyway, everybody's freaking out now because the sun's going to be frozen and that seems bad. Uh, luckily, <laughs> the Rangers come up with the incredible extremely smart and tactical plan of shoot it with a big gun <laughs> which, which they could have done before but whatever yeah like I said <laughs> I mean this is a last resort like true if they don't shoot it it'll go into the sun I mean and, and I guess it's true that it's possible it could have gone off while it was on earth which would be bad but yeah they, they managed I mean, to it just, just it goes up, it up in the sky like maybe a hundred feet and it doesn't do anything so true. I mean they didn't know mm-hmm. it yeah they, they just had to uh, Elgar basically says well gotta give it to you good shot alright bye and he leaves <laughs> <laughs> I've had it to you <laughs> uh Divatox yells at him, uh, and they eject him into the, into the ocean, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I like Especially that. Especially because he just entered from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, I guess he teleported into it, is what happened, but yeah. I mean, maybe. He did, I mean, teleport. he did teleport, yeah. Well, well, okay, Cassidy, look at it this way. There's two options. Either he teleported because he did teleport. We saw him teleport. He either teleports into the airlock or he teleports outside the ship and then gets into the airlock. And <laughs> both are pretty stupid. So, <laughs> I mean, we know what goes on in the submarine. You can't tell me that there's a 0% chance he teleports outside the airlock, then goes in through it. You are right. I cannot tell you that so. that is 0%. Uh... We cut to the gym and juice bar where TJ, Cassie, and Ashley are doing some good old-fashioned sparring because every once in a while they got to Don't forget people you. are eating spaghetti badly. Yes. Okay. Three extras <laughs> are eating spaghetti like they don't know what spaghetti is. <laughs> Like she's not like, twirling it or anything. She's just like she's just like she's just like biting at the noodles like on top it's, of her fork. It's like, she doesn't okay. know she's she's trying so hard. Right. Here's the thing. I understand that extras are not actors. Um but I do wonder what the direction was because I feel like even if you just said, Okay, now eat that spaghetti, you would get a better attempt. <laughs> Maybe they're like, they're like, they're like, they eat that spaghetti, but also don't actually eat it because we need, we might need to do more takes. Right, that it's might very, be what it we is. only have one plate of spaghetti, and if we have to reshoot it, then we'll be fucked. So, <laughs> um, so at this point, uh, so yeah, there's some sparring going on. Buck and Skull come in. And, uh, because I guess at least for this part of the season, their whole thing is they can't hold down a steady job. They are vacuum cleaner salesmen this episode. Yeah. I feel so bad for them. Here's my <laughs> question. Yeah. 
And we have talked about it before, but Lieutenant Stone was employing two monkeys to work at yeah, the gym and juice yeah. bar. Right. Um, has he replaced the monkeys with other employees? <laughs> I don't think you could pay Lieutenant Stone to hire Bulk and Skull again. You, you, well, you so here's what's now. interesting. When they came back, he was like, oh my God, I was so worried about you. Like, I was sure. so scared that you were hurt and I'm glad you're okay. Okay. So, so your supposition is like he loves them, but he absolutely will not hire them to work for Yeah, them. that's fair to be fair. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, I know people like that where like, you're I'm my glad friend. you're safe. Now get I the fuck away from me. You. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I do know people who, who uh have fr- who own businesses who are like no I will not hire my best friend sorry it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, okay. it's making money shit, you know. Um but so so they're going to try to sell vacuum cleaner to uh to Lieutenant Stone. Uh Skull has a leopard print tie. I just have to point that out. It's great. He also is just rocking a full mullet at this point, which... <laughs> Greasy-ass mullet at, it, at that. It's super greasy. <laughs> it's, it's not it's good. Not, it's, it's not, not good. the best hairstyle that Skull has had. No, I agree. <laughs> I mean, um, kind of works for him, though, because he's kind of a greasy boy. This is what he, he is. <laughs> he, is a, he is a scumball. Like, I will admit this. <laughs> um... They are trying to sell him the Total Vac 8000, which Skull pulls out the sales training manual for, which is very funny. Looks like it was printed uh, off a computer like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they got they they had to download it off of the internet with their 56k modem and then print it off at the <laughs> library. So, <laughs> um, they're trying to sell it to him, and he's like, uh, "Nope, don't want it. Goodbye." Mm-hmm. And too late, they're going to give the whole sales pitch, which first involves uh, throwing, quote unquote, dirt everywhere, which is feathers. It, which uh, bothered me because it's because Lieutenant Stone has like two milkshakes in his hand and like the feathers are right near the milkshakes. And I'm like, I hope he's not intending on serving those after this. No, those go in the trash now. I, I mean, like, I mean, if they end up to. doing that. But like, if that hadn't happened, I hope he would have thrown them out. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Cassidy, what were you saying? I mean, I mean, they're not going in the trash. No, the he's got to serve those milkshakes, for sure. Uh, I mean, they they don't. We know what happens to them. Oh, right, sorry, yes, I yeah, forgot. I Good think point. I know that, but I mean, like, I hope he would have thrown them out if that hadn't happened. <laughs> Instead, uh-huh. what happens is he, he, they, it gets clogged, and, uh, Skull, like, whacks the, the tube pointing at lieutenant stone and i'm not sure what we're supposed to believe happened (laughs) Uh because what actually happens is lieutenant stone just throws the milkshakes in his own face for he's trying to protect himself from the feathers and forgetting that there's fucking milkshakes on the on the tray i guess that's (laughs) i think the implication is that uh skull accidentally switched from suck to blow Right, yeah. sure. So he, he, anyway, he gets, uh, milkshaked and feathered. Yeah, like a tarring and feathering, but like yeah, a milkshake. And, so uh, I mean, like, good. There is a decent, <laughs> a decently funny shot of Bulk just picking up the entire vacuum <laughs> yeah, and turning away. around and tiptoeing out the door. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> that didn't work. Uh, 
We then cut to but the... But I, I really uh, do feel bad with them, because they cannot find a job, and they have to work to eat, and I feel so bad. <laughs> uh, you know, they're yeah. just slaves to this fucking society, and they just need a steady job, and they can't find one. I don't Damn, really understand... Like, it, it has become a thing where, like, I don't lo- Like, there's the comic relief, but it's, haha, look at these clowns failing to support them, their lives. Yeah, like, I know. Like, you haven't been around, Luke, but I've been saying this, like, every time. That, like, I just, uh, I just feel bad for them every time there's, like, the, slapstick shit. The thing <laughs> is, there's been one season where them being the butt of the joke was justified, and four where it's just shitting on them. Like, it's, yeah. it's been so long since it made sense for for them to be, like, you know, for it to be, like, morally justified that, haha, they got owned. Uh, right. That it's, like, it's just so sad at this point. Like, hey, yeah. I, I was just thinking, this subplot doesn't fit in at all with the episode, right? No. No. No, no. I mean, a little bit because it shows it shows it like rewind. Yeah, but what if the Balkan Skull subplot was them trying to sell, I don't know, uh, a mini fridge to Lieutenant <laughs> Stone, and Perfect. it kept breaking down. But by the end of the episode, what happens happens. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, or, or like, honestly, or even if it was, like, a watch or, like, something thematically tied to the episode. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, instead, it's the easiest thing they could think of to to have slapstick comedy applied to. Um, then we cut to the, uh, the submarine and just the biggest fucking dork nerd monster. <laughs> I, love I love this monster. <laughs> He's okay. How to describe? So he's like he—he's a robot, I guess. He's a robot-ish, but his like chest basically looks like a lab coat, and then uh, he's got spiral eye goggles. Right, he has big spirally eye goggles, and then he's got like a vice basically coming out of his head, and in between that is a big clock. Also, uh-huh. I don't understand the watermelons. Can someone explain the watermelons? He just, he just wants some pretty earrings. Well, uh, Clockster, this uh, monster. Uh, Emily, do you know who this monster is in the Sentai? I don't, because I haven't watched a Sentai episode. And I honestly, like, so little Sentai footage is in this episode that I was like, I don't really need to. <laughs> well, then, I think <laughs> yeah. it's time for a... Pit stop at the Car Ranger Garage. Yeah! Pit stop at the Car Ranger Garage. Hooray. Fake some enthusiasm. My turn. No. So in the Sentai, this monster is named T.T. Terurin. He's the Bozok's new accountant. And Fuck he yeah, helps, I love him. And he he actually appears to be quite benevolent initially because he's just helping kids with their maths homework. But okay. it turns out he was tricking them so <laughs> he could use their heads for a water sp- for a watermelon splitting game for the uh-huh. Bozarks Festival. Oh God! <laughs> I'm and that's sorry. Why he has watermelon earrings. Oh he- no! He, wait, okay, hold on. (laughs) 
he splits the children's heads like a watermelon, or he? I mean, that's uses... what it says. Okay, I so need... haven't watched it yet. I so need I, to I need watch, to watch that because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horribly violent. <laughs> uh, but okay, so he's got some watermelon earring things. That's fine. Um, he looks like a big old dork. He's an accountant, so that checks out, I guess. Um, and essentially, I didn't uh, notice this the first time, but in the background, we see fucking Elgar walk out with an octopus on him. <laughs> good. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> a good Elgar joke. Uh, so Divatox has summoned a, a monster who has the power of time travel. And what she's decided to do with that is to just get a second try at the freeze key plan. I love how she's so focused on this freeze key plan. She can't see that she's got, like, unlimited power right in front of her. It (laughs) is. One of the hallmarks of children's shows, like, action shows, is, you know, all the way back to, like, G.I. Joe, any, any kids TV show. The bad guys come up with a plan that would have worked except for X, and then they never try it again. Uh, now, what I would think that would mean is build a second key, a freeze key and just give that a, another shot. Instead, they've opted to reverse time to try and uh, do the freeze key plan again. I can think of so many other things you could do with this, but whatever, it's fine. Why didn't she go back to the movie and, like, do the the volcano ritual marriage? Right. He can't go back and save Lily and James. This guy can't just rewind time. He seems to have, like, complete... He seems to be the personification of time itself, based on what we see later. Like, he's fucking powerful as shit. (laughs) And she's just like, ah, get the freeze key back. (laughs) Go back to when the Rangers were babies and like smother them in their cribs. Right, like that's the thing is, last time we had a big time plot, that was the plan by the villains was make them children and then we'll kill them because children are easy to kill. Although I guess, well, I don't know how I don't know how unaffected Divatox is because she knows the time goes backwards. But, like, if you went back far I, I, enough, I, I, would, like, Divatox be a kid, too? Well, I, I assume that, like, if you're in the sub or if you're in the power chamber, there are defenses against this time magic bullshit. It's, it's a no, magic No, but you sub. see the sub gets sped up. But not inside the sub. Inside the sub, Divatox is aware of what happened. No, it, it, she's aware, but she but she is getting sped up because... Like, Maybe she is like, ah, ah. Everyone else is, but she she yells in like a normal matter. So I guess it isn't inside mm. the sub. I don't know what it is. I guess she has the ability to like be outside of time because she's got her she powers are so ill. De- her powers are so ill-defined that time power immunity seems in line with. I everything do still else. think the power chamber has like. Defensive, yes. Well, maybe, yeah, the yeah. Sub, maybe it's just Diva talks. <laughs> I, I I think that. Because uh, Zordon was stuck in a time war, they decided to insulate the command center against time magics. Well, specifically a time war, because that's what Demetria calls it. So this is what Zordon was stuck in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm assuming since Demetria is in the time warp uh, now, I'm assuming that that affects her sister as well. 
we can't get this deep into it, but she's not in the time in a time warp. She's just in the fucking Zordon tube. She's not yep. stuck in a time warp. <laughs> they they there's no way that the writers on this show had not forgotten what the tube was supposed to be at this point. <laughs> anyway, um, the the uh, clockster goes out. And then immediately forgets what he was supposed to be doing, <laughs> like like within <laughs> seconds, uh, and just decides to speed time up because it's fun, I guess. Which um, I guess also doesn't affect anybody because they don't seem to be notice it. They're just like experiencing it the same as they would normally. It just goes slightly faster. Okay. It's not like it's because we see a bunch of cars. It's not like the cars run into each other because people have lost control. It's just they yeah, go exactly. faster. And people are like eating and not mentioning it. It's, it's like the flash where like he's super fast and he can choose to have the like, you know, the same kind of where everything moves slow to them. So they're, so, they're experiencing the time exactly the same as they normally would. Right. So, right. <laughs> so, so that power is functionally completely useless. Like, what, yeah, it does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my point. Yes. The only good thing about it is that we see this man peel a banana and that's very good. Like that it's part. so funny to me that the gym and juice bar is still a gym? And what kind of food do you serve at the restaurant at a gym? Obviously, big plates of spaghetti. Spaghetti, and I mean, and because you need a carbo load. I mean, a banana I can understand, but just like... This, this lady's... Carbo-loading. I'm yeah. sweaty, I'm covered in just my own salty, salty juices. Let me go slurp down a nice bowl of pasta. Cassie, carbo-loading <laughs> is totally a thing. You don't usually do it and then, like, literally right after, start doing exercise, though, oh. usually. Well, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I've never exercised. That's fair. I mean, it sucks, so I don't blame you. I mean, maybe the, the, the spaghetti is there for, like, people who aren't exercising, because it is just a juice bar as well. Right? To just eat the spaghetti while you watch other people exercise. <laughs> That's not less weird. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> But it's funnier. <laughs> I love the idea of like, hello, I am here for my nightly eat spaghetti and watch other people work out routine. Thank you. <laughs> it's the voyeurism pasta. Have you seen any other restaurants in Angel Grove is my point. <laughs> in any case, the shot of this man, this guy loves this banana. He loves it so much. Uh, and he's very... He's very excited to eat it after he peels it. Um, anyway, we see Closter makes it go even faster. Uh, the, the sun goes down, which it will continue to be daytime after that, but you know, Power Rangers, it's fine. Um, <laughs> well, cause the sun doesn't really make it all the way down. It goes behind that mountain. Yeah, but then it's gonna get reversed, like, immediately. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, fair point. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, I love the shot of the girl plucking spaghetti out of her mouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, Divatox at this point screams backwards just into the void and Clockster is like, oh, right. This is not what I was supposed to do. <laughs> you just explained it to me like a minute ago and I already forgot. <laughs> you got very uh, excited, okay? <laughs> so he starts reversing time. Also, his little clock spins in whatever way he's sending time. Uh, I do... 
as you said, I do not like the shot of the lady taking the spaghetti out of no, her I mouth. No, I love it. It's oh, great. great. <laughs> She's plucking it out of her mouth, it looks like, and it's it's amazing. <laughs> I know it's just the footage reversed, but whatever. <laughs> I like the Cloxer's little watermelons. Uh, <laughs> good. I liked them until they're apparently a reference to him splitting children's heads open, but... <laughs> Wow. See, this is what I get for, like, kind of trying to multitask while being a guest on this show. <laughs> Apparently that's oh, what happens. That. <laughs> Apparently that's what happens in Car Rangers. He used the, oh. uses children's head in a watermelon splitting game. Oh. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, quick, quick trivia note, thanks to uh, Ranger Wiki. Um, we see a reverse shot of a woman coming out of a uh doing a dive backwards yeah. is that is that cat that's totally cat from the episode it. where she I was fucking introduced knew it. i said it when we were watching it with, when i was watching with cast i'm like that's the, that's the cat <laughs> uh, so i guess she's just doing diving somewhere because you know she's not a power ranger anymore and they just <laughs> she got reversed I thought she was doing dancing now you know who fucking knows <laughs> um then we cut to the command center where, as we've sort of alluded to, it is shown that the command center is time magic proof uh, because uh, Demetria and Alpha are still just watching hey, everything. Hey, something's happening. Everything's going back in time, Demetria. Hey, it's me. I'm walking here. You know, he does sound, speaking of uh, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, he does sound like Joey Wheeler. <laughs> Hey, Yug! Uh, <laughs> hey, Yug! Aye, aye, aye! <laughs> hey, Justin! Um, <laughs> do you want a duo? <laughs> um, oh, I would love to see fucking Alpha 6 in a duel. <laughs> so, he, uh... Does Which archetype of monsters do you think he is? Machine monsters? Yeah. I, mean, like, I, don't, I don't know anything more than that. There's probably a specific kind of machine monster he would use. All I know about Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh! is his voice is ridiculous does yeah. he actually have a deck yeah he's like okay. a, he's like one of the main duelist characters okay I did yeah not his know whole that, thing so. is that like he's not as good at the game as yugi but he does his best dang it and that's respectable. also he has he has good luck because and most of his cards are based off of luck gotcha fair enough in my opinion alpha six uses yes. a gadget deck They're yeah, like, they yeah. robots Sure, I'll agree, even though I don't know anything. (laughs) Uh, So he realizes that Divatox is turning back time. Or sorry, actually, Demetria says she's uh, reversing time to undo something that happened recently. And Alpha says, of course, she's trying to bring back the freeze key because that's the most logical thing to do with this power. Um. They're right. <laughs> she tries, or Alpha tries to heal the rangers, but he can't. Demetria does specifically use the phrase, they can't, they're caught in the time warp. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we see the uh, reversed sparring footage, which is pretty funny looking. Uh, we see the bananas. I mean, the banana well, seal up. I didn't want to say yes. like TJ got some moves. Yeah, yeah. Good um, so it reverses all the way back to b- before the freeze key is exploded. I um, like um, when when Divatox shows up and Algar's like, this thinks she's psychic or something because 
Right. There's a no time changed. <laughs> so, so they reverse all the way back to before the, the freeze key explodes. And then Divatox says, well, what I should have done the first time is just gone myself, which yes, but also to every plane you've ever had. Like, <laughs> just <Right>. go. <laughs> um, Divatox shows up, uh, and now instead of just fighting, the rangers she she basically says all right abort this mission we're taking the uh the freeze key back to the uh the boat um and yeah elgar thinks she's psychic because he doesn't understand how she knows what's happening uh they all teleport away uh with the freeze key and they're gonna try something else and uh can we describe the freeze key yet it looks, I mean, it's a bit, it looks like a water cooler that they put some flashing lights inside of. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yeah. that people know that, what we're talking yeah. about when we say freeze key. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. Cool. Cool! A freeze key! Emma. And I'm Lucas. And, and we're, we're from, from the, the podcast D-Comedy. A show where each month we re-watch Disney Channel original movies. And trust me, they're weirder than you remember. We grew up totally addicted to whatever Disney Channel wanted to throw at us. And going back to look at these beautiful train wrecks is always a good time. So search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music and Stitcher and basically wherever you find podcasts. Or find us among all the wonderful podcasts on AudioEntropy.com. I'm Emma. I'm Lucas. And And you should be listening to D-Comedy. Alright, so, uh, because... Divatox was not able to freeze the sun. She has decided she's going to freeze Earth instead. Makes sense to me. We don't even get to see her use it. They, She just says, well, let's try a different plan. Teleports away. We cut to the command center and uh, Justin's like, the Earth's temperature is dropping. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> seems like a way more like simple, straightforward plan than the original and e- one. easier to pull off, because all you have to do is hide it and let it do its thing. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see why she went for the sun plan at first, because if she got it to the sun, then the sun would go off all at once. But the, with the Earth, you, it would take time for it to cool. Yeah, time that makes sense. It would, yeah, it would take much more time to cool down the Earth than the sun. You're right. <laughs> I think, well, I don't know how it works, but the sun is like a nuclear, constant nuclear chain reaction, right? So, like, yeah. maybe it would, like, stop it faster. I don't know. Power Rangers science. In I, any case, I think the main advantage of freezing the sun is that once it's out in space like that, the rangers can't do anything about it. True. They do not have a spaceship for another 20 episodes. that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's going to freeze Earth. Uh, oh shit. So what we should do, and I just love that they're like, well, what should we do? I don't know. Big robot time? <laughs> like, I, I don't really 
Oh no, I'm sorry. They don't actually make the Megazord. They're just, no, they're looking just driving around the, looking for the the freeze key. Freeze key, just driving around. Gotcha. Yeah, my bad. Evertox um, is in a big coat. Yes, we cut over to her in front of what is clearly the same cave they always film in front of, but they put fake icicles up and f- on top of it. And also, Divatox is in a big coat. Your mouth too. If they wait a few years, then there'll be a Yeti here. Yes, <laughs> totally. Uh, and so she's like, ha ha, it's working. Um, we see the, her go inside the cave and uh, look at the, the, the freeze this is, this is the best part of the episode. Uh, <laughs> where, the, where, this, where this fucking ro- monster is like, huh, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> life isn't so, worth living anymore. I'm just going to slowly walk up to this while being told to stop it and touch it. <laughs> there is... So I watch a lot of horror movies. I really like horror movies. And one of the things that is frustrating about bad ones is I think they exemplify the idea of like not giving characters a motive, but just having to have something happen for the plot. Right. So like, sure. No one would ever do this, but they have to get killed. So they do this stupid thing. No, I mean, he just wanted to die. Right. Like there is. No reason for Clockster to walk up to the freeze key and touch Slowly it. Slowly being told to stop multiple <laughs> times before he actually touches it. He's just like, time for the end. <laughs> <laughs> the end of and, all. And, and, <laughs> now, this, uh, that said, maybe let him know in advance, hey, if you touch this, you will instantly freeze. Right, so there's a couple things here that we should address. First is that apparently Clockster is not just, like, has the power to stop time, but Uh is time. Right? (laughs) He is time. Yeah. uh, Because when he touches, when he is frozen, time freezes. Um, So that's wild. The second thing is that Divatox knew this would happen if he touches it. Why did, why? Why did she know that? <laughs> uh, more importantly, why did she let him anywhere near it? <laughs> yeah, she should have sent him to fucking space after she used his power. Like, <laughs> Is it possible that this freeze key has a uh, Lord of the Rings ring-like aura that draws I mean, in mooks? I, I, I considered actually mentioning that because... It does sort of seem like people are weirdly drawn to touch it. <laughs> uh, it is, but but I don't think it's magic. I just think that mooks are stupid and it has flashing lights and they want to uh-huh. touch it. <laughs> and then he wants to touch it because he wants to end all life on Earth. Right, well, so they, and, well, and, and bring, like, is, end the universe, essentially. <laughs> as, as time, as the embodiment of time, he has existed for for all time, and he's grown tired of his long, dreary existence. I think you're assuming a lot. Like, for all we know, he, like, has not always been the embodiment of time. He might have, you know, gained that skill. He, he like, killed but he, the but previous what we, one. What we don't know, right. though, is that he's experienced this moment and this life, like, so many times already right. and rewinded. We just don't know about that. So he's <laughs> just, true. like, he's just, like... I want it all to end. Yeah, the, the part this that was left so out of the episode <laughs> is him living beyond the heat death of the universe and realizing he will never die. And so he rewound back to this moment to touch the freeze key. 
<laughs> and embrace the sweet release. They, they actually had it in the episode, but kids thought it was too morbid. So they had to cut it out. <laughs> they were like, Daddy, why is the man sad? <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, he touches this. Fu- like, everyone is screaming at him to stop. It's very funny. Uh, he touches the, the, the key. Time freezes, and again, I understand intellectually that there's like seven minutes left to this episode, but I was like, wow, <laughs> bold way to end the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> um, because time stops, and if, I mean, if it wasn't Power Rangers and there were just exceptions for no particular reason, this would be it. Right. But, but instead, um... We cut back to the command center, which again is fine. TJ and it's time shielded. Honestly, whatever. That sort of makes sense because of Zordon's whole deal. Whatever, it's fine. Can I ask a question real quick? Yes. When did Demetria learn to stop asking questions? Oh, a couple a couple days ago, or (laughs) a couple episodes ago, it was not addressed. She just stopped. Which, (laughs) which, Luke? So. Here's my question to you as as a yeah. theory crafter. <laughs> sure. Do you think that means that she... So there's two... I have two basic options in my head. Either okay. she like lived in a culture where that's that was normal, and then she got to Earth and, and like was just around humans enough that she stopped that. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Or she was just fucking with them and got bored <laughs> of her I own like gimmick. I like that one. Like... I, yeah... Option one. Okay. I missed Demetria's introduction. How did she end up in Zordon's tube exactly? She just went in there. She decided <laughs> to. Like, okay. Zordon just vanished out of the tube. He's like, goodbye, going to space now. And then. Right. And then she shows up, but not, not in the tube. And then right. like, I'm going to go here now. Bye. <laughs> she shows up as a person and then just like sort uh, of floats into the tube and then she's in there now. Hello? Hello? <laughs> nothing, Luke? You got nothing well? <laughs> oh, I think we, Luke's dead. I, um, I think we actually lost him. <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, we in the me? command center. Luke was out there. Yeah, he's frozen oh, in time. Fuck. All right, well, uh, let's see if we can... Let's uh, stop the recording and see if we can retrieve him. <laughs> and okay. then we'll come back. We'll be right okay. back. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hey, Discord shit itself on me. I'm still recording, so... Oh, okay. You you can't just keep recording when stuff like that happens, you know? We were able to save Luke from the time vortex. I'm back. You can't stop me that way. <laughs> we will continue on. So uh, basically, Carlos and uh, Justin have been uh, are, are going to go try and stop but the they freeze key. Very little time before they will also be frozen. They, are, they have any time at all. But Right. So they are mm-hmm. told that if they teleport outside of the protective uh, command center... 
They will have a couple seconds to move around before they are frozen. Okay, that's uh, understood. We need to act immediately and quickly and not get distracted then, because we really have just a vanishingly small window of opportunity (laughs) here. Just absolutely minuscule. Yeah, Demetria explicitly tells them, if you, hey, listen to me. I know that I'm a bullshit lady, and but I need you to focus up for just a second and pay attention. If you don't do this, you will be frozen forever. Okay, good luck. They then teleport over and just kind of fiddly fart around for about 30 <laughs> they seconds. Like, yeah, they just, they just like say useless shit to each other. Because like what they say is like, oh, they're frozen. They already know that. Oh, we have to get the, fry, t- the, the, the key, the freeze key before we get frozen. Okay, let's go. And then they're frozen. Like they didn't have to say any of that. It's all <laughs> they know already. What? <laughs> yep. so stupid. <laughs> I, I, we cut back to, to Alpha who's like, Oh my god, what are we going to do? (laughs) I briefly thought Alpha was going to go do it, which would have been pretty funny. But I forgot that uh, the the Phantom Ranger is here to save the day always forever. And he's a ghost. And ghosts aren't affected by time, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. I think that this is more evidence for the Phantom Ranger having been Billy. Because, of course, he'd be cautious about temporal changes. Oh, right. because yeah, he, he got all fucked time. up by him. That's that's what happened. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Um, that's um, fair. But yeah, I also he can apparently teleport other rangers. Yes. That's a thing he can do. So well, yeah, he so, developed the turbo powers. Of course, he's gonna know how to hack into them. Yeah. He also um. You, but, like, so also, said- why why does he teleport them? Why does he just unfreeze them and then like? They do their own shit. I don't know. Well, he might not be able to do that, mm. but he can teleport them back to the command center where they'll But he be does fixed. unfreeze everybody. That's the whole point. Yeah, Isn't I it? know. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't <laughs> tell you. Uh, real quick, um, Cassidy, you pointed out that, that Billy had uh, some time shenanigans happen to him, and that would explain it. Uh, the other explanation they had given for who they thought it might be was Zordon's son, and since yeah. Zordon's got that whole know, time Zordon warp, has a son. Since Zordon's got that whole time <laughs> warp shit, that might explain that too, but anyway. Do you I think, mean, to be fair, um, he, does, he does mention he has a family when he leaves. That's true. Would that, um, would that be heritable, though? And, well, okay, good point. Zordon was not, like, a natural, naturally stuck in a time warp. That's a good point. Fair point. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh... He teleports them away, and then he... I don't know what exactly he does with the I think he just moves the guy key. off the freeze key. That's all he does, is he moves oh, him okay, off Okay, of yeah, it. He so he just moves it away from him so that so it unfreezes time. Uh, Divatox immediately is mad at him for touching it, but doesn't seem to be surprised that they're unfrozen or anything. Yeah. Um, also... Also, his his memory's been wiped of his agony, so that's why he doesn't care about freezing time again anymore. <laughs> right. Also, Clockster <laughs> has the comedic bit of the episode where he goes, oh, well, uh, anyway, b- so basically both Elgar and, and Diotox are screaming at him, and he goes, oh, well, gee, uh, interesting how time flies, gotta go, and he just, <laughs> he doesn't teleport, he just runs away, <laughs> which is <laughs> hilarious. 
It's so funny to watch him just waddle yeah. out of the scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Rangers are uh, 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 in their Zords again. They they realize they've been un unstuck. Uh, then Elgar just goes and chases the Clockster, and they're gonna try it again. I mean, really? If you can, why not? <laughs> well, it's just. Again, to, to, to back to what I said before, the whole, like, in kids' shows, they Man, never try things a, twice. The we're fact a full that body a shot here of Clockster, and dang, he's dummy thick. He does, <laughs> he does have a big ass. That is <laughs> true. Right. wide hips, and like, geez. Uh, <laughs> like, why is she so focused on this specific plan? It's weird. <laughs> Um, Cassie's looking at me mad because I called clocks a dummy thick, but it's true. Look, I will not gotta, be shamed for speaking the truth. Can I have to shame you? Can I have a time loop episode? What's the point of just having it twice? Okay, fair point. Fair point. Yes, yes. Uh, but so anyway, they say, "Okay, do it again." He he. Ba- uh, Elgar basically beats up uh, Clockster and is like, "Do it again." The Rangers teleport over to try to stop it. Um, and uh, TJ makes some time jokes. He says, we're calling a timeout. Uh, and then... Uh, and then Elgar's like, don't say that before meeting the other team. And then brings the Yeah, I didn't understand in. that. I don't well, know. Well, because timeout's a sports reference. So, like... Yeah. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. But then he summons a bunch of Paratrons. Yeah, the uh, other team. Yeah, okay, and they fair. fight. The fight happens. Mm-hmm. You know, they fighting, fight, that's what they, they fight, do. They fight and fight and fight. The fight happens, and then we get the fight happening again, but in reverse. <laughs> it's because a they have to, fight. They have, to, they have to kill time this episode. Yeah. Wink. Uh, well, they don't, they don't <laughs> kill him. They just freeze him. Uh, this is actually a decent fight. I feel like we skip over the fights a lot. Yeah, it's fine. What do you say about it? They, that kick was yeah. neat. Yeah, uh, we've been some, doing this for some... five years. What else is there to I say? I mean, yeah. sometimes there is a there's an exceptional part in this in the fight we can yeah. point to, but this is just it's a just good neat. fight. There's nothing that's like stand out about it. Uh, however, it's not. What is sort of interesting is it's not that Clockster like decides. I guess to one re- thing about the fight that's that's worth mentioning is it isn't a cool set of like a building top. Oh yeah, it is on a rooftop, which is not one of the the five places we see always. That's a fair point. Um. Well, the one thing that I do think it was worth mentioning is it's not that Clockster goes, okay, time to reverse time. What happens is he gets knocked on his ass and then his, uh, dial, his, his, his clock face just, uh, or not the face, the, the, uh, hand starts moving backwards and that starts reversing time. Um, yeah. So, so like, it's almost like he can't even control it that well. Like, yeah. I guess because when he touched it and got frozen, the dial stopped moving, and that's what stopped time. Because his head is is time. I guess right. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So it all reverses. Uh, we go back again. Um. And uh, but not that far. They don't go all the way back to the. Uh, I'm actually. What happens exactly? They just got back to the start they, of the fight. I think. The fight, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, for some reason, yeah. So, so they just go back to the start of the fight, uh, and then Diva talks can't see anything because she, her her periscope's coming out of a thing of tar. 
tar and weather um <laughs> is the label on the tar <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and then she's just like oh fuck it make him big <laughs> yes right so she shoots yeah she shoots uh, missiles at it um i don't even think she knows what's going on she's just like i don't know it's probably gone bad by now just fucking <laughs> go well she's looking at her checklist and she's like how does this usually go okay right. usually they kill the monster by now and then i send missiles all right well i don't know exactly what's happening but let's just do this <laughs> and now clock king gets even dummy thicker <laughs> Yep, he gets big. And <laughs> uh, when he's large, he just has a backpack, which I'm assuming yeah. is something from the Sentai episode. But it's well, just yeah, very his funny. His design is vaguely My... based on a elementary school student and apparently a counting machine. Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, my that... <laughs> my favorite thing about this is as soon as he gets big, he destroys the building he's in front of, which was presumably the building with the rangers on it, and I was like, oh, fuck! But nah, it's just some other random building he decided to take out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny if, if he gets big and just immediately kicks the building that they're on to pieces. <laughs> and then uh, they just win. <laughs> they call for the Turbo Megazord, um... And, uh, boy, it's been a long time since I feel like we got any kind of actual Turbo Megazord fight. That said, they do use a move in this fight that they have. These are a few before, moves that are pretty crazy. It's great. Which <laughs> is spinning. a... That's a neat trick. Yes, yes, they do yeah. try spinning. That's um, not new, though. I've seen him do too. that. What'd you say, Luke? Listen, that's not new. I've seen him do that. The, well, they did this. They've done the rider kick before, but the, like... They do like a vertical flip. Oh yeah, which yeah. they, which they hit the sword yeah, they, they, at the they, end they, of. They do a spin, like literally when they like do the when they do the the, the ending hit. They do spin, yeah. right? But this is a yes. different kind of spin. This yeah. is a different spinning, and it looks kind of crazy because I think what they did is just took the toy and and flipped it around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I great great idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad about it. Uh, but yeah, then they use this spin move and murder, uh, Clockster. Uh, we cut back to the, uh, submarine and, uh, Divatox is pissed. And she said, uh, you know, if I had the chance, I'd go back so far that none of you were born, which, um. Why didn't you? <laughs> you had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe she's just a, like an immortal space witch in which, because Luke, you said like maybe she would be a baby, but may, I don't know. Aliens live forever for some reasons. Well, like Elgar's of... her nephew, so like she's older than him. Sure. Uh, so yeah, anyway, um, then we cut to the gym and She has bar. the power to relive her entire life and correct all mistakes she had the gift that each of us secretly longs for in our hearts to, like, go through life knowing in advance the right decisions. And she forsook it in exchange for a stupid plan to kill some teenagers. I actually have a question. If you... Because I haven't thought about this because... Are you going to ask us about turning back <laughs> time when there's two trans women in the call? I well <laughs> Okay. Sorry, that's I just want to say that for a second. I don't have any notes for that scene apart from Divatox is the perfect villain. She's great. <laughs> I, I love I, I, we've talked about it before. I love how petty she is. It's oh, yes. it's she's they've, incredible. They've they've cranked Rita's pettiness up to eleven and it's just a lot of fun. I really like Divatox. 
yeah, you know, this is a good point, Emily. I <laughs> feel stupid for not considering that specifically. I, whatever like, I my, think my about, answer is, yeah, like, go back go back to, like, when I was younger and go on blockers or something. Right. Know, kind of thing. That's completely Although, fair. I mean, to be fair, also, it, it's really complicated because, like, yes, I would know, but then would I actually be doing about it? Because I don't know how my mom would react in high school if I came out as, like, trans, you know what I mean? Like... Well, whenever I think about, like, would I go back to high school, I'm like, yeah, I might make some decisions better, but also, I'd have to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't want to come back to high school for for the high school part, just for, like, the get off the lockers and don't do a puberty. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I would definitely like a version of my late teens, early 20s, where I had antidepressants and, like... My memory of it didn't turn into a weird blur where I'm. You know, I cannot be convinced that the past decade of my life was actually ten also, years long. You you, you you could tell your your young Luke to wear his damn shoes right and take yeah. that monocle off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I may have proposed this question to the wrong group of people. <laughs> like yeah, or of the course right there are like good things about how my life is shaken out, but. Also, there's $50,000 of student loan debt for a degree I didn't even earn because I dropped out from depression. <laughs> yes, I would go These back, Zach. <laughs> okay, you know what? You you answered the question with a plum. You did great. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, fair point. Let's move on <laughs> from my dumb dipshit question. <laughs> um, love you, Zach. Uh, I love you, too. I Yeah, I... I, I honestly, I, and not to get like too dark, I always, cause I have heard, thought about that before. And, and to me, it's always like, I, yeah, but I fucking hated like middle school and high school. Oh, yeah, like, I had a really bad time. When I, I do wouldn't it, go back that far, but I could make some changes. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so anyway, uh, moving on from all this, yeah. uh, we cut to the Jim and Juice bar, and I have a question for you all. We see <laughs> Lieutenant Stone taking some popsicles out of what is clearly the freeze key. Yeah. It's the same prop. But because it's Power Rangers, I have to ask, are we supposed to think this is the freeze key? Yes, or I mean, does yes. They, they, yeah, they literally say it is that. <laughs> That's textual. Okay. okay, fair enough. <laughs> they're like, what'd you fair do with the freeze key? And then Stone comes in with popsicles. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. They, Just it is the wildest it. ending because we have seen multiple times, if you brush against this thing, you instantly die. And they've just Guys, got it okay. sitting out unsupervised. Justin fixed it, so it's not a murder machine. It's just a nice freezy machine. No, I like, think it's a murder machine. They <laughs> they gave Lieutenant Stone a weapon of mass destruction to yes. make popsicles with. Like, that's and wild. I mean, the most offensive thing about the scene, though, is that while Carlos and TJ get their colored popsicles that match their ranger colors, none of the other rangers do, and it sucks. <laughs> Specifically, Cassie gets yellow, which is the other girl, and honestly makes well, me I, think. I think I think Ashley also got yellow, and then Justin got like orange or something. Like I, what? It it mm-hmm. really made me think that they just forgot. Like because <laughs> they, they you see uh, the first two Rangers get the correct colors, and then they're like, eh, whatever. Um, Do you think that was just we a coincidence? We couldn't find a pink 
popsicle. I'm sorry, we just couldn't. <laughs> Go ahead, Cassidy. Sorry. Do you think that that was just a coincidence? Did that it even could pass that through the through the creators' minds? Uh, like a lot of the time, I think that they just don't think of this shit. So it's yeah. possible it was just a coincidence. Um, Balkans call come back in and. Uh, Lieutenant Stone has a line that makes me laugh, which is, I told you boys, I am not interested in the total VAC 8000, which is very specific <laughs> and makes me laugh for some reason. I mean, that's uh-huh. because uh, that's what the previous vacuum cleaner was called. Yes, but but I'm it's just saying like he says it so exactly like right. Yeah. If someone came cleaner. to your door and was like, hello, I am a door to door salesman and I would like to sell you the, you know, whatever. Would you remember what the fuck it was that they were trying to say? If they put milkshakes in my face, sure. Well, I mean, and you forget that that Lieutenant Stone is uh, an experienced detective and remembers this shit. Uh, Well, so, so, Bulk says, well, that's fine and understandable, but I do have to inform you that this is the total VAC 9000. Uh, you will notice that Skull has a much bigger tube this time, um, which is great. This I vacuum they- bit is not that funny, and they drag it out so long. And I- it even gets, like, even more, like, apparent how sad this is, because, like, sometimes, like, no, fucking stop. And then he's like... Please, if we don't sell this, we're going to lose our jobs. He, he literally, like, they don't say, you know, obviously they don't say. families. Right, like, obviously they don't say, listen, if we don't sell this, we're going to be homeless. But they do say, we will lose our jobs if we do not sell one of these. And There's something so like, much, too, about, like, Bulk and Skull are supposed to be the same age as the Rangers, but Bulk just, like growing his hair out and a little bit into like that mullet and wearing a like dress shirt well, they and tie the same instantly makes anymore. him look the age he actually is he looks right. like you know late 30s early 40s and i don't mean to be like mean because i love paul schreier but no. bulk has like an obvious bald spot and he's supposed to be a teenager like it's, i mean right. some some teens get bald spots yeah, that's that true but, but, that's but again true. they aren't teens they're i mean they are teens but they're like 19 at this point while the rangers are 16 like, yeah but he looks like double that yeah, yeah he sure, looks 30 uh it's it's just hard to he's had a hard life okay he, had, <laughs> he, was, he was a monkey for a while it's it's rough <laughs> I mean, when he got changed back, he did get changed back, but as an older version of himself. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, so this bit, you're right, like this giant fucking uh, suck tube, which is what <laughs> it's called, I think, uh, gets latched onto Lieutenant Stone and it sucks his uh, his Hawaiian shirt off. Um I knew and, that was going to be a joke as soon as it started. As soon as the vacuum showed up, I'm like, it's going to suck off his fucking clothes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second episode in a row in which everyone reacts to someone in an undershirt as though they are naked. Yeah. Which, yeah. which like, it is how it was in, like, the 1940s, I think, where it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, scandalous. But, like, it's a weird reaction but whatever it's fine how risque (laughs) it seems (laughs) so obvious that the joke should be that they knock over the freeze key right but no instead they just suck his shirt off and that's the end of the episode everyone laughs hilarious 
Um, we we do cut to uh, I do there. There's a couple decent um, uh, uh, bloopers outtakes. Yeah, which usually I think we skip over, but. Um, I like that they're the scene where Carlos and uh, TJ do or sorry, Carlos and Justin do the morph. Uh, Justin, the actor for Justin, uh, he is very serious and he holds the end of his pose because I think he knows that like they're going to take that and have to, you know, put it in post. But Carlos moves immediately and. TJ's or uh, Justin's like you moved what's wrong with you and that made me laugh I thought that was funny um there's also uh yeah like I said Elgar trying to fit the sunglasses over his big stupid head which is very funny I like the banana guys banana banana breaking right and the banana man who we mentioned drops his banana which is just great (laughs) And and it shows him the the monster the clock monster getting kicked over and there's a big tear in his ass so that's yeah, fun. they rip the <laughs> rip the the yes the suit. Uh, it's we've been doing this a long time. It's still wild to me how delicate those suits are. Apparently, I I guess yeah. I don't know what they're made of, but boy, they don't hold up very well. Uh, so that's the episode. It's really fun. It's stupid. Like like we said, it's got a lot of uh, season one energy. I feel like the biggest thing that hit me while I was watching this is it. To an extent, I can see why people don't like this. Not because, like, it's somehow worse than Power Rangers, because it's not. But there was a weird, like, unsettling feeling to the whole thing. Because at this point, they have, like, almost fully Ship of theseus this show. To the point where this now feels like a weird alternate dimensions version <laughs> of Power Rangers. God, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Because like, it's still the command center with the tube, but some ladies in it. And Alpha's here, but oh, why is he talking that way? Bulk and Skull are here. They're vacuum cleaner salesmen? Yeah, it is. You're right. It is like... Ernie is suddenly a skinny man named Gerard Stone? Yeah, who they call Lieutenant Jerome. for some reason? You're right. It is like one universe over, sort of. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's interesting. Um... But yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're like, a little bit of like, God, they're they're really like pushing for time here because like it's just a lot of the episode is just like look at things being reversed. Well, yes, <laughs> that's like the only major criticism I have. But I mean, like whatever, it was still pretty fun and lots of. It was, I I very much liked um, the clockster and his like existential dread. That was fun. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the episode where he just slowly approaches it. <laughs> I like that. I just like that they designed a monster and made him look like a nerd on purpose. Like that's just very funny to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a fun episode. Uh, so I actually have some questions this week. Uh, but oh, if you have more questions, questions, you should send them in into us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at Gmail dot com. Uh, and I have an email from. I'm going to say this name wrong, but I'm going to do my best. Enith, A-E-N-I-T-H. I hope I said it right. Um, On Gmail. And she says, hi, thanks to your podcast. Or they say, sorry. Hi, thanks to your podcast. I was able to finish building uh, the understructure of my Zoids Liger Zero Gunpla model. I did not Hell know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I did not know there were Zoids Gun, or sorry, Zoids Gunpla, first of all. 
Uh, I am sending you all the picture. Why and, uh, wouldn't there be? That's yeah, just like nice. models of everything. That seems like a show that was probably made to sell gunpla kits. Uh, I sent you all the picture in. It's uh, cool as. Fuck yeah! It's, very, That's it's sick. very cool looking. Ah, so it's um, cool. <laughs> so it says, I have to say, listening to discussions of Power Ranger pairs well with building model giant robots. Uh, it took me up to the start of Turbo to get this far in the build. Hopefully, the armor won't take quite as long. This brings me to my questions. One, which, if any, are your favorite animated mecha series? Uh, do y'all have a favorite animated mecha series? I mean, like, for me, I'm a, I'm kind of a Gundam girl. I like, I watched Gundam Wing as a kid. Um, I watched Gundam Seed in high school. I mean, I like, I just think Gundam's really cool and good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also love Power Rangers. I never got into Zoys as a kid, for whatever reason, but like... It looks fucking sick. I've only seen a little Zoids, but it seems cool. Like, the Zoids I've watched I, yeah. is fun. And I guess another giant robot series that I really like um, is Transformers. Uh, I mean, I started on oh, this sure. network because of a Beast Wars podcast. Transformers now, are fucking sick. Can I ask potentially a really stupid question? Because I'm not really an anime guy. Yeah, go guy. for it. I mean, like, it's ask part it, of the I course, think I right? already know. I'm going to go ahead and give mm-hmm. my answer as no, because I think I know the question. Okay, well, it's not a yes or no question, so well, you did. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, what is the difference between a robot and a mecha? I genuinely don't know. Well, a mecha has a pilot. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought the question you were going to ask, does Transformers count as mecha? And I was saying, no, it doesn't. Okay, it so does not count as mecha. No, I guess not. It's a piloted robot. Is yeah. Mecha. yeah. Okay. I mean, technically, they're a headmaster Transformers, which could be maybe construed as mechas, but yeah. And like, if you're getting really mm-hmm. into the weeds, like fucking like a tank is a mecha, like in some contexts. Sure. I mean, most most like um like like a lot of um um giant robot stories are like they're they're kind of showing giant robots are as an extension of tanks. Like, oh, for sure, there's the, for sure. There's the Vonzer in um in a uh, uh, fucking Front Mission, which is another series I fucking love. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the literally in Steel Battalion the the mechs are called vertical tanks. Right. So like, oh, yeah. I can't remember that vertical well, tanks. Well, Steel Battalion yeah. they're also much more tank like, right? They're not they're less yes. Gundam-y and more yes. like a tank with legs. Yeah, they're more like they're they're more like mech warrior, but with better designs because I love right. the VT designs. They're so good. <laughs> uh, so okay, so Gundam Wing, uh, Luke, do you have one that you're you're a big O guy, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I have not liked it as much when I revisited it, but I. Fucking loved Big O as a teenager. God, it's it's not good, but God, it's good. You know, there's there are we've talked about it. This is a nostalgia based show, but there sure. are for sure shows that when you go back and watch now, you're like, yeah, this is trash. And then there's stuff you go back and watch, and you're like, I don't think this is good, but I'm still having a good time. The like, like aesthetic and the world building of Big O is just fantastic i like all the characters but then like the plot and the writing is um bad yeah like i mean i mentioned gundam wing i i tried to rewatch gundam wing with cassie this year and like I, I, it starts off pretty strong but then eventually gets to the point where like nothing's happening like nothing of importance is happening it's just kind of like meandering and i'm like what would nothing like it would just kind of fell off it's really soap opera-y, right? Gundam Wing is real, like... Yeah, but it also doesn't have, like, I don't know, like, 
Um, the original Gundam has like a pretty strong through line and like Gundam Seed is like pretty much a remake of the original Gundam. So again, it has a pretty strong through line. So we finished Seed like fine, but like at Gundam Wing, there's a point of a story where it's like, we don't know what we're doing with a story right now because it's, I don't know. And they just kind of meander and nothing really happens. <laughs> and like plot lines get dropped off super fast and like with like any, without any reason characters get killed and it's like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Like, um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, all, all, all Gundams are pretty soap opery, though. Yeah. Uh, Cassie, do you have a favorite uh, Mecha show? Nah, I was never really a Mecha. A Mecha fan. Mecha. Do you? I uh, well, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll I like Transformers, but they're not Mechas, as we've established. Sure, yeah, Transformers true. is fun. I love fucking love Transformers. I I rewatched Beast Wars. A year ago, and it looks like trash, but I still love it. So it's it's, it's good, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I did a whole podcast about it, and like the, the, the yeah. series has, is pretty strong still. Um, I would even say like Beast Machines is fine. People hate on it. Well, but... Let me let me uh, let me ask you this then, Cassie. Do you do you have a favorite uh, like animated team superhero series like Power Rangers esque that, but it's an anim- animated? Hmm. Uh, does that include anime? Sure. Well, I think um, most of the mecha stuff is anime. I mean, sure, yeah. I can go with some Sailor Moon. Sailor yeah. Moon's great. Fuck yes. I think, I think most of us love Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon's fucking good. S- S- now I'm making a Sailor Moon with mechs, and I love it. <laughs> I have a I mean, Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to say Usagi would not be a good mech pilot, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't <laughs> trust Usagi with uh, heavy machinery of any kind. <laughs> It'd be funny, though. And good. I, don't, mm, I don't know if I trust any of them with heavy machinery. Like, Ami, is that's it. Is there a it. Magical Girl anime that's like that, where they have giant robots? There must be. If there is, I do not trust it to do it well. Well, I'm... If people are listening and they have any recommendations, send them my way on Twitter or something. Cause, magical yeah, Girl cool. Mecha. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's gotta be something right there i like i'm gonna say yes there absolutely is <laughs> i just don't know what it is i have a lot of nostalgia for winks club but he definitely does not hold up to anything it, it the animation is very bad i tried revisiting it a couple of years ago and it was not good animation i want to is that the same studio that does totally spies i uh, think it, uh, I, I don't know, I think, think so. Four Kids, like a, a studio within Four Kids, or owned by Four oh, Kids. Oh, okay, Wings, okay, my bad. For which, some I mean, like, okay. um, God, what are they called? The Totally Spies people, Marathon. Marathon. Yeah. It's like a French Canadian company. So, like, okay, my bad. For some reason, I have those conflated. But fair. Th- there's some show like Winks Club that Marathon did. I don't remember what it is though. Okay, was it called got- Witch? It might have been Witch. W i t c h with like the. It's like an acronym. Right. I'm looking up what shows they've done. Yeah, I know to- that the Witchmaster likes Witch, who uploaded <laughs> all the Totally Spies episodes that you guys right. watched. <laughs> so let me, uh, I'll, I'll do mine while Luke looks. Um, yeah, I, I don't see anything. So I'm not a huge anime guy, but I, I did really like G Gundam. I know that. Hell yeah. I know that G Gundam is considered. Oh, it definitely has problems, but yeah. Yes. Listen, uh, the same way that you look at Street Fighter now and you're like, boy, this is just cultural stereotypes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's all it is. G Gundam is that. But 
it's so silly, and I really enjoyed it at the time. Yep. It um, seems cool from what I've... I mean, like, my, my, most of my G Gundam experience has been playing Dynasty Warriors Gundam and doing the G Gundam missions. So, like, it seems uh, fine, mostly, except for the, you know, obvious parts that are bad. Also, the suit-up sequences in G Gundam are really horny for yeah, some reason. <laughs> I saw that the other day, the girl, and it's like, this is just a latex vac. Yep, 100%. <laughs> And it's good. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, in G Gundam, they control the robots by putting on a suit that, like, mimics their movements, sort but of. But it's like liquid, there's like a ring of liquid latex that descends around them and, like, wraps yes. around them like saran wrap as it, like, shoves its way down. It's weird. Mm. It's extremely horny. And yeah. it's very, <laughs> it's wild that that was just fine, I guess. Because you yeah, the pilot, like the um, the battle zord from Zia, where you just like yes punch yes, and yes. kick, and the robot punches and kicks. That's like another question I would add is like, what's your favorite kind of like cockpit style for giant robots? Do you like it when they're more abstract like that, or do you like it when they have like controls? And I shit? mean, going back to Big O, I am I am O. That is the best cockpit. It's got like the weird like levers that extend way back behind the pilot's back that he has to like reach around to swing the arms and it has, like, gas pedals for the legs. Oh, that's great. That's I, pretty sick. I think I just like, like, a Hotas. Like, the, 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 like, two joysticks, basically. Yeah. The uh, classic Gundam suit. Yeah. Cockpit that's kind of like what I dig for the cockpit. Um, I kind of like when they like, have, like, a mixture of things. Like, I, I really like in, um, uh, it, it's really morbid and, um, grotesque, but, like, in, in, uh, in, Iron-Blooded Orphans, um, the whole premise of that is that all the child soldiers exist because they have to plug these, like, rods into their spines Christ. so that they can, so that they can connect with the mobile suits properly. I've and heard that works show on, is rough. It, yeah, it's really rough. It, it It's good, but rough. And it only, it only works on, like, young, developing bodies. So that's what they, right. they put in the kids, and then the kids cool. have to... Oh, good technology. <laughs> yeah, they have to, like, um, you know becomes child soldiers and, and pilot mechs, but it also lets their like nervous system connect to the mech. So like yeah. it kind of makes more sense in my brain that like, okay, some of it's controls and some of it is just like your nerves being able to control the machine. Like, right, right. Yeah. The, the the only other one I have is uh I lo- I really like the first couple seasons of the Netflix Voltron that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, that was the first season of Voltron is excellent. I feel and like I it, love those. I love I, those lions. I did not love mm. where it went, but I loved the like one of my favorite things about Power Rangers is the team aspect stuff. Like, like no, you have to work together. And I thought they did a really good job of that in the first couple seasons. I did not love how that show ended, but I thought it was good and I liked yeah. the design. Yeah. It's cool looking. Yeah, Emily, robot. I posted a picture of the big O cockpit just to. That's oh, sick. Yeah, it rules. Yeah, so like a full 360 cockpit. That's yeah, and it's like when he does like the super move, he like pulls one of the joysticks back, and then the joystick like flips around with another joystick under it that has a button to like deploy the attack. It's great. That seems really dumb, but awesome. It, yeah. Well, it, oh god, the super like Big O's super move is not like. It just has a big piston in its elbow that, like, pulls back and then, like, shoots down as he punches to give the punch more pressure. It's great. Yeah, it's like a pile driver. Yeah. Sick. Uh, like, I like, if anyone knows me from Silver Pines, I really like pile driver punching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, uh, uh, so there you go. That's a very long answer to animated mecha series, but uh, uh, we got a couple other questions. Um, what do you feel is the difference between a mecha and a power armor? This is actually a fairly um, good question. Now that you ex- okay, ex- well, we we kind of talked about cockpit styles. That's the main difference. And then yeah. a, a, a mecha, you have controls. A power armor, you're just kind of like wearing it over you. Yeah, yeah, okay. but move, I feel like, like that's a pretty blurry line. Like Gundams are called mobile suits, you know? Yeah, but they're still like giant robots and not suits at all. <laughs> yeah, but like, where's the line on that? Because some power armors are bigger than others. I think if you have controls that you operate as opposed to it being an extension of you mm-hmm. like so so even like i don't know if people here know like the 40k marines uh not at all yeah well so those things are like three times as big as the the person inside them but it's still like you move your arm and the arm moves and you are like attached to it yeah and i think I think that's kind of probably oh, a, okay. But let's go back to G Gundam really then, like. because I just want to quickly mention Escaflone is awesome, but that's more of a power armor than a mecha. So yeah, <laughs> I, let's go back to G Gundam then, because that meets your criteria. You move yeah, your arm, the Gundam's arm moves. That's fair. G I Gundam, think, but not most Gundams. No, I understand. Right Gundams they have. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I think if it's wrapped around you, like if your arm goes in the arm and when you move your arm, it moves the arm, that's a power armor. That's, I think. that's what I yeah. think too. I, yeah. I feel like there is a lot of overlap in some areas, like in Pacific Rim. Like that has like you move your arm and the Jaeger move its, its arm. But I feel like the the thing is the defining line is the self-contained cockpit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. cockpit is what I think is the big difference. If you're in like an area that has a bunch of controls and it's not like wrapped around you, that's a mech. I, I think yeah, that a, a power armor is something you wear when a mech is something you're in the cockpit of. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can go with that. And like, I would even say that the early Iron Man stuff in the movies where it's like he has to build it onto him, that's still power armor because it's like that's yeah. how you control it is you move your limbs. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's probably the biggest delineation. Um, both and then, are good. I like both. <laughs> yeah, they're both cool. And then the last question uh, is, are Power Ranger suits power armor? No. Or are they fundamentally different in some way? No, they're just skin. (laughs) No, they're super suits, but, like, they're not, like, armor, really. So Luke Luke obviously has his theory that it's their skin once they (laughs) morph. Which is stupid, because they they just threw antenna out of them the last time I was on this show, but whatever. Go off. My, I, 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 I think the 2017 Power Rangers movie is power power armor, but the show in general, yeah, I agree with that. the 2017 one for sure, yeah. is power armor. I, I don't think so, and I think the difference is just it's not it's not really armor. Like it's, I mean, you even get powers even in, pu- in series where they are they are more armored, like in uh, like. We went to Sailor Moon earlier. Is Sailor Moon power armor? No. That's no, no. the Power Rangers. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the later seasons where, especially the Razor Red 
uh, Ranger Reds get battle lasers and yeah. stuff. Those are power armors. Yeah. But yeah. generally, I'd say they're not power armors. No. I think it's closer to an aesthetic difference for that stuff. Like, it's... Now, the the Red Ranger from the, the Animal Sentai, where he, he... One of his modes is he turns into a gorilla man with giant gorilla muscles. Is that power armor? <laughs> I'd have to have a close cl- look. It's, close, <laughs> it's closer... I because think if, if it's made, like, okay, you could have, like, a stone or, like, a metal suit that was powered by magic, and that's power armor, but if the material is just a magical material, I'm not sure if it's power armor. I feel like there has right, to be so, some kind of technological aspect to it. So so here's what I, here's the comparison I'm thinking of. The, the Venom symbiote is not power armor. Right. But it is a, it is a... Well, it's not magic, but like you know, it is an enhanced yeah. like cloth that well, goes pa- over that's your what, skin. That's what I mentioned earlier the word power suit, right? Like a and super gives suit. you additional powers, but it's not armor. Like it just looks like cloth. I think it's so. Yeah, I think wait, it's mostly, wait, 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 wait. But if venom was made out of like it had a carapace, would that make it power armor? Still, I, no. I maybe. Ah. It's I a mean, different thing because it's not like a piece of equipment. It's a living. So you organism. think it's that power armor is like powered armor? Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, that that makes sense. Okay, I think. I'm so, having a look at Joe Gorilla right now, and I think no, that's not power armor. That's just. I was mostly trolling when I asked that. Oh, so. Okay, <laughs> that's just muscles. That's just yeah, magic muscle. Yeah, I th- I think. I think in the 2017 Power Rangers that, like, not only does it look more like Halo armor, but they emphasize the, like, alien technology Yeah, they, they also emphasize more. that it is armor and not, like, a suit. They say right. they call it armor a lot. Like, so, I, I think I think it is a thinner line, but I wouldn't call most Power Rangers suits. I would call it, like, a costume change that just also although, gives you powers. <laughs> Sorry to make this conversation more, but, like, in the 2017 Power Rangers, they have those powers regardless if they have the suits on. Yeah, well, what so, the fuck like, ever. So, <laughs> like, the armor is just for protection. So yeah. it's not power armor, it's just armor. <laughs> yeah, guess. well, whatever. <laughs> Fair point. Anyway, uh, and then, obviously, to... Uh, completely make me look like an asshole. I couldn't figure the name out, and they sign it Jenny. So I'm sorry. I'm a dipshit. I should have read it uh, ahead of time. Thank you, Jenny, for the questions. Uh, if you have questions with that, with that uh, cool Zoid you're making, yeah, yeah, it looks hey, rad. That was the same person, right? <laughs> so send questions into us uh, at those places I said earlier, and that's pretty much going to do it for us. That said, Cassidy, is there anything you'd like to plug this week? Uh, you know what? You can find me on Twitter at what is cosplay. I've currently got the very cool Spider Lady avatar that Emily made for me last year. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, and you can also find me on Strangers Fiction, a podcast on the Audio Entropy Network. Uh, yeah, we play RPGs cool. there. It's a good show, and you should listen to it. Do it, uh, Emily. Um, you can find me on Twitter at this is Emeralds, uh, and that's pretty much it, I guess. I tweet stuff. I've been tweeting a lot about Yu-Gi-Oh lately. I've got a huge Yu-Gi-Oh thread if you want to get a little glimpse into Season Zero Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, and Luke, I'm on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. 
I am on other shows on AudioEntropy.com, such as The Reprisoner, where we are talking about every episode of the classic spy thriller dr- drama, The Prisoner. I don't know what you fucking call that show. It's good, though. It's very good. Oh, it's so good. Hey, uh, seems good. Go ahead. Uh, and I'm also the host of Idol on Playtest, an actual play podcast where we are playtesting the uh, game that me and Molly have written, inspired by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona. Uh, it has two different campaigns going that release uh, on alternating weeks. I run both games. And uh, if you go to patreon.com slash playtest, you can get early episodes and also an uh, early copy of the game. Yeah, and it, Luke puts a lot of work in this game. Like he's he's hosting two different RPGs. He's, so he's much building an RPG with with Molly's help, um, and editing them. And give him money; he deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. And uh, oh, right, Luke. So real quick, quick, quick question: If the show The Prisoner was called yeah. something that you could not fit reprise into in any <laughs> yeah. way. Would you still have done it, or would you have had to do something else? I still really wanted to make them watch The Prisoner, but when I realized I could call it The Reprisoner, that was definitely what sealed the deal. Perfect. Fair. That makes complete sense. I was just curious. All right, and uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Chinchy McChilla. Uh, and, you know, I mostly do this, but also you can uh, go on audioentropy.com and find a lot of other cool uh, podcasts, including The Surviving Culinarian with me and my old roommate, Geneva. Uh, we just put out a new episode, and we've got another one in the can. So we're doing it again. Oh, I swear we're going to do it. It's going to happen. <laughs> and you should listen because it's fun. And uh, if you go to Zach's Twitter right now, you can see he's got a cute little Goomba avatar with like, yes, with, with, with like a chinchilla. Chelsea uh, drew, drew me a Goomba Sona. Thank you yeah. so much to Chelsea. It's Very got little ears and a tail. So Zach's uh, going to get sued. When that's Nintendo. right. It's illegal <laughs> according to Nintendo, but I like it anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, come back next week for Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Emily. And I've been Cassidy. And may the power protect you always.